Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. Here I'm joined by an interesting soul for snacks and sometimes full-blown banquets. We share conversation and confessions, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. you absolute wonder skunks. It's the very last hoovering of the whole year. It's basically next year tomorrow. I hope you've eaten some seriously delicious stuff over the holidays and I hope you're full of plans to eat 2024 all up in a way that brings you peace and joy and all things good, please. We're seeing this year out with what was undoubtedly a highlight of my hoovering lifespan so far. This episode is with a national treasure, a boy using comedy to do more for the universe each month than most of us clowns will manage in our whole career, whilst never not being the funniest, silliest, loveliest, cleverest sausage. It's your mummy and mine, Joe Lysett. First, please may I remind you that I'm on Blooming Tour from the middle of February for the whole first half of next year. And my new show, Metal, is all about passion and pace and accelerated ageing and all sorts of other funny things like that. I would love to see you there. I'm coming everywhere from Andover to Cork to Dublin to Pocklington to Canterbury to wherever else is most likely nice and close to your house. Come, 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 come. The easiest place to see the ticket listings is on my website, jessicafoscue.com and click My Doings. It would be remiss of me not to thank you all for having listened to Hoovering. It's been going for six blooming years in January. That's wild, isn't it? Thanks so much for listening, whether you've been with us from the start or whether this is your first episode. What an absolute ride it's being. We're still on the up and up. Incredible, really. If you're my patron, I'll be recording a sixth birthday party special episode, as is my way in January. And this year, I've decided that that episode will be just for you, my patrons, forever as an extra special thank you for your help. 
My patrons are the only reason this podcast exists because ads don't really do shit on this one because there's so many gross things I won't advertise. So if you have a few quid a month and want to keep the steam and this ship sails going forward at a sexy pace and you're happy to swap money for loads of exclusive content, discount tickets to live shows, free tickets to stuff, early and ad-free episodes and all that sort of jazz, please head yourself over to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod. Right, enough of my waffling. Let's have this lovely, obviously very, very funny episode with Joe Lysett. This episode was recorded live last August as part of the Roundhouse Comedy Festival at the beautiful Roundhouse Theatre in Camden. Friends, please welcome to the Hoovering Podcast live from the Roundhouse Theatre! Joe Hello. How are you? I am very well. I'm excited about the display of uh, cakes yes. and knives and are these little wooden plates? Yes, I think they are. Gosh, how Camden. Oh, <laughs> maximum Camden, isn't that it? They've is, given us a miniature it? chopping oh, board each nice. to put our nibbles on. Oh, that's very nice. Oh, uh, I don't know where to begin with what we've got to scoff here because it's fucking exciting. Do you want to lift the lid on that box? I've, yeah, I'm curious. It's What does it say? The Luminary Bakery. So these are, it's a local bakery that employ, oh, it's, it's like they're a part bakery, part charity, and they employ women in a pickle, is how I'm going to summarise it. That's, that's very nice. Uh, to make extraordinary cakes. They couldn't fit Foster Q on there, so no. it's Jessica, Jessica Fosteke. Yeah. Which is arguably a better name. Yeah, I know. I might adopt that. Ooh. See if it's free on equity. Wow. Ooh. That looks dense yeah, to me. Yeah, that looks sturdy. A, so, yeah. yeah, we've got a salted caramel brownie each, a fucking brick of it each. <laughs> What's this one? It's got some fun. sort of petal on it. Yeah, that's um, roses. I'm making it up, yeah. I've forgotten. <laughs> it's white Some chocolate. sort of gay brownie. Yeah, big gay wedding brownie. And this yeah. is their a cupcake, miniature cupcake. Although they're very me, they're gay. Pretty fucking massive. Uh, it's their, ho- yeah... It's their homosexual selection. No, it's their wedding selection I went for. It's pretty gay. (laughs) Weddings are inherently gay. Straight weddings are the most gay of the weddings. (laughs) It's the gayest thing you can do is to have a straight wedding. That's what they don't tell you. Yeah. All these straights going around going, oh, yeah, me and the wife. Gay. Spending the day all dressed up. Gay! <laughs> <laughs> Caring about your cake. Gay! Um, yeah, and I, I, can't, we, I think we can play Guess the Flavour with these. Yeah. Um, some, I can see a pistachio. I can see some sort of dried citrus. I think that might even be a peppercorn. I'm on the fence about a peppercorn in a dessert. It could not be a pepper. I mean, that is going to have to get tried. I think it's, it, it could be a dried berry. Here's hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And with these cakes, we've got a lovely pint of lager. Yeah. (laughs) It's a classic culinary. Not gay. Very straight. (laughs) Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. To all those straights. Hashtag buy visibility, Joe, for both of us, actually. Anything. Yeah. Um, Straight drink, big gay food. Yeah. The the perfect mix for the the buys. Perfect. (laughs) Yum, 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 yum. What 
would you most actually like to try? What do you think of this would bring that you one, joy? The that dense one. one. The dense one. I am yeah. a bit of a basic bitch when it comes to desserts, and I just want the kind of richest, creamiest, thickest, sweetest, nice. chocolatiest yeah. thing. Perfect. And that looks, these look a bit, Fruity. someone's had a bit of fun with that. <laughs> No, thank you. Get that in me now. Yeah. And I'm going to go... I'm not going to fanny about with the, the sides of it. I'm going straight in for the gooey middle. The gooey middle, right. OK, I'm going to take a cake that's got is it or isn't it a berry on top. They've made it very tall. I'm going to have to make an absolute fucking disgrace of myself to get this in. Yeah. Do, I, do you think I go in head first? OK. Pardon? All in. <laughs> uh, We've no, no heckle up until this point. And then just all in. <laughs> Slightly filthy, wasn't it? As a request. Right. Okay. If a penny and for a pound, I'm going to take a breath before I do it because it might be my last for a while. (laughs) Oh! Oh, that's a really nice picture. Oh, wow. For the listeners at home, I would say this is the size of a iPhone standard size. Yeah. Not the Pro Max thing. No. And I would say it's the thickness of a Nintendo DS. <laughs> Absolutely on the money, actually. Not quite the girth of a Switch. No. <laughs> oh. Mmm. Mm. It's claggy. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we've got a nice big straight drink. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hot drink might have been more appropriate. Yeah. Mmm, she's good though. Yeah. Mmm. Salty enough? Wow. Yeah, okay. It was um, quite an intense experience. That was it intense, it's delicious. Mm, yeah. I feel like if I ate the whole thing, you would have someone having some sort of breakdown on your <laughs> podcast, which might Just, be funny, I suppose. Yeah, quite funny. And I'm always here for the laugh. But um <laughs> not at the expense of my internal organs. <laughs> no, fair That's enough. where I draw the line. Well, absolutely fair fucks. So the it's one delicious, I had, though. I still can't tell whether that's a pep. I might need you to eat an individual um, one of them. Hand it over. I'm is not it, very good at this. Is it here? I don't. It's not a peppercorn. It is some kind of dried, but I don't know if it's fruit. It was bitter and crunchy. Mm, it's a bitter berry. A bitter berry. <laughs> a little bit of berry. Mm. Juniper, great mm. shout. Would that be something that you put with? I think the other flavours there were like lavender. The Sorry, I just like... love the heckles at this show. <laughs> Juniper, welcome to the Evening Podcast. Juniper. <laughs> if, it, if we did this show in Birmingham, it would be, is it crisps? <laughs> <laughs> to everything. I think it might be crisps. <laughs> is it the first podcast you've done where over 50% of the audience have an allotment? <laughs> No, that. No. Oh, yeah, podcast. Yeah. My audience is that, yeah, basically. Okay, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> Juniper. Um, <laughs> I recently had a, 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 like, I can't remember what the panic was, but out loud I went, Heavens! Oh. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Oh. That's lovely. Oh, I don't deserve to ever get laid again. Heavens. You don't know what inspired Can't heavens. remember what inspired that. I think I dropped something. I make a mm. big exclamation now if something mm. tiny happens. Yeah. No, I go, it comes up nowhere, I go, ah! Heavens! Not heavens, yeah. that was a one-off. That really shocked me. I'm not doing heavens again, but I do a little like, ah! Not like because a wolf has come in or... 
<laughs> you know, good. The they, when you deserve to yeah. fucking, it's normally the toaster's pops. <laughs> when, when a wolf has come in, yeah. Yeah. Happens all the time in Lewisham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so I like this cake. It was very light and fluffy. Can the, I try a bit? Yes, please. I like things to not be too sweet, and it's not. And there's great big, I think, blueberries in there. There's some lavender business on top. But I just crunched on into whatever the sort of dried citrus is on top, and I'm not sure. I don't know mm. if that was meant to just be decoration. <laughs> I'm just handling this, even though... There's a lot going on in that, isn't there? Yeah. It's a lovely sponge. Yeah. Really Am I nice. Mary Berry? <laughs> <laughs> You're Mary Juniper Berry. Very nice. We ate a whelk together once, didn't we? And a cactus on your Travel Man show. We did, yeah. And you've had to eat all sorts of things on that show, but what would you say are any of the memorable things you've ever had to eat as part of work? Well, I did enjoy... Was it a whelk? It had a specific name. It was a whelk. A oh, whelk. it did have a specific name beginning with L. L. Oh, yeah. Limpet. Limpet. Limpet, yes. And I didn't like it at first, and then it sort of... I came round to it. They, they flavoured it really nicely. The texture was a foot. Because that, that is what it is. It's like, it is a... Did you know before we did that that um, a limpet was a foot? Mm. I, did you? I didn't. Well, it's not a foot foot, is it? But it acts like a foot. It, it sticks to a... It suckers on. onto a thing like a foot. I don't use foot. my feet like that. You use your feet to suck on something. <laughs> what, what, when I'm in the deep ocean, that's what I'm doing. OK. Um, which... Every Thursday. <laughs> yes, I, I did enjoy the limpets. I think yeah. my favourite thing I've eaten on that show was in San Sebastian mm. with James Acaster, and we had a... It was a sort of cube of French toast that was just stunning because it was so crispy and sweet and lovely on the outside and then almost pure sort of cream bread in the, on the inside. Really extraordinary. God, I'm Sorry, salivating. A French toast is like eggy bread, right? Is that the posh word for eggy bread? Yeah. 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 So, but they've soaked that bread in cream, essentially. So it's sweet. So it's sweet, yeah. And oh, cream and sugar, yeah. essentially. And then they've, like, I don't know how they've done it. It's not right. And was that it? Was there some sort of berry coulis or was there something Yeah, else I think it... it was like a small bit of ice cream on the side or whatever, but you're not really fussed because you, you're there for the French toast. Flipping heck. Yeah. When I went there, the most standout thing was, again, it's so simple, it was just like a mushroom risotto where you just got a little dollop of it. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. They are, they're very, very good there. I do yeah. think from a foodie thing, because we did a food, we, I did a cooking course as part of the episode, but you only film, as you know, when yeah. you do a thing, you only do it for an hour or two, you don't do the full thing. So I went back with my dad and we did the full course because my dad loves cooking, he loves travel. So me and dad did this sort of lads tour to San Sebastian. <laughs> did this cookery course, which was amazing, which started with you going out into San Sebastian and having a few beers. I was like, this is yes, absolutely please. the sort of cooking course. That's how all cooking courses yeah. should begin. And then came back to the, the kind of kitchen area and they opened a bottle and then sort of slowly started cooking stuff. And by the end of the day, we were absolutely wrecked. But I was trying to convince these excellent chefs that the McDonald's chicken nugget is Pinchos. So Pinchos is like a sort of single-bite tapas, which is excellent. Yeah. And I think if McDonald's didn't exist and the chicken nugget didn't exist and you served that up with the ketchup as a jus, for example... <laughs> I think people would go, what is this? What an incredible achievement. You're so right. And it's, it's just, just chicken anus, isn't it? presented. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love a nug. Have you done yeah. a 20 box in one go? Not for a long time, but in my teens, mm, on the regs. God. Yeah. 
We, um, we all, I grew up in the countryside and we were all so desperate to escape that we all learned to drive really quick. I had my first driving lesson on my 17th birthday. I was so desperate to get out of there. Yeah. Um, but all we used it for was to drive to McDonald's or, <laughs> or Pizza Hut, where at the time, and this is going to age me, but like they would, not McDonald's as much, but Pizza Hut would have a thing where you paid a fiver and just ate as much as you fucking could. You had like an hour. And they, did, they underestimated us. They regularly just had to kick us out. <laughs> Because we could go, like we could go, yeah. and um, yeah, then then we would do then around that. That was I'd call my my, um, my twenty nugs in a one in one sitting. You just reminded me of something we did on a very early episode. It might have even been a non-broadcast pilot of Got Your Back, yeah. where we tested the all. You, it wasn't all you can eat. It's like everything you can manage, or some. The, the wording of it was because, like, legally, if it was all you can eat, then. They could just say it's all that you can eat, but it was it was something. The wording of it was different. So we sent Mark Silcox in, Brilliant. and he brought in his bag loads of empty pizza boxes, <gasps> and then basically had <laughs> delivery drivers come in and take pizzas <laughs> off him from Pizza Hut, and to see how many he could actually, if he could start a business. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. But what we realise is that show is about taking on bad companies, and actually what Pizza Hut were doing there was generous in a way. Yeah. And we were just pissing off a manager, so we didn't do it again. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, we, we, we sort of went for some heavier, heavier hitters, like yeah. Hugo Boss and all that. Yeah, BP and all of those. Yeah. I love it. Because there's a shop called Joe's Juice, if that was your shop, what would be in your juice? It's Joe and the Juice, actually. Okay. You've made it sound more like a lovely children's story. Yeah. I uh, had a sore throat the other day. Oh, no. And so I made a smoothie. Does that count as a juice? Yeah. It was frozen blueberries, frozen raspberries, oat milk, the Oatly Barista edition, because it's so creamy and delicious. It's the only one. Some almond butter, because I'm deliciously Ella. And then the the twist is... Leg of lamb. (laughs) Leg of lamb. Not roasted, just raw. (laughs) Bone in. (laughs) That's a nice way to ruin a smoothie, isn't it? Um, No, uh, (laughs) I love the Cadbury Highlight hot chocolate, but the Bourneville edition, which you can't Mm. really get in the shops. You have to go on the Cadbury shop online. (laughs) So it's like a dark chocolate version of it. It's a low-calorie drink, and it's cracked to me. And I put a spoon or two of that in to sort of sweeten and sort of make it more chocolatey. I can imagine that kind of like slightly sweetened cocoa being great with all those oh, dark berries yes, as well. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so what was the liquid in there? Oat milk? Oat milk, yeah. but I didn't oh, put enough okay. in there and it was oh. thick. It was like that brownie. <laughs> and I had it on the side in the garden and a wasp went into it and got completely sort of caught up in... He hadn't predicted the viscosity... <laughs> Of my smoothie. For your trap. So he was absolutely fucked. He was in there swimming about, completely sodden in it. So I got a spoon and I lifted him out and put him on the side of the pagola because I thought he could sort of rest there and get his strength back. Yeah. And um, he sort of managed to sort of wade his way out of the sort of the puddle that he was in. And then because he was weighted down by whatever was on him, just fell off the pagola and died. <gasps> and that's the story of Joe and the Juice. <laughs> I thought you could say he scoffed him up, extra protein. Oh, no. A, a no. live wasp! <laughs> wow, you live on the edge. <laughs> I hope I've got this one right now, because this is a shop called Joe's Pizza. 
it's going to fill the Joe whole the hour pizza. with this. Joe, and the, Joe and the pizza. <laughs> if that was your shop, what would be on your pizza? And they just... Have you ever been to Joe's Pizza in New York where they just do one... You basically get one big fuck-off slice. Whoa. Yeah. I do like a big fuck-off slice. Yeah, me too. I've only done it once. I've never been to New York. I say so. done it like it's a drug. <laughs> a good pizza is like a drug, yes. though, isn't it? It's very, like, it's addictive. You want more yeah. of it. You start selling things. Tell everyone you love them. You tell everyone you love them. That Ask to hold their hand. You've sold the house. <laughs> Where's my wife? Um, I uh, <laughs> what would I have on a pizza? I do like a crispy base. Okay. And I like a cheese that sort of. I don't like it when it's all sloppy and there's all that admin. I like it to just be on there, get it in. Love and there was a place they admin. do them in. Uh, I think in Australia, there's a pizza chain where they do it by the slice, and it's just a very pleasing one-hander. Oh, lovely! Oily bread. Oh. Lovely, just good, solid mozzarella-y. It's I don't not too sloppy on, on the roof. Yeah. yeah, I. Do you know what? I've got different mouths. You and I. I like a big sloppy roof. I want big toppings. I want them, to, but only if I'm having it in the restaurant. Right. Because I think when they've done that, it doesn't travel well. <laughs> I think people have got such strong feelings about pizza. I think it's like a very emotive food. It's an amazing food. Yeah. It's a really beautiful thing. I said yeah in a disgusting way because a bit of beer was still in my throat. Did you hear it? No. Yeah. <laughs> I did likely, it again. I've done it again. I've done an impression I'm likely to make some appalling noises during this because I, spoiler alert, can't burp. <laughs> Whoa. Give me a cheer if you can't burp. Woo. See, right. <laughs> well, there's not many of us, but there's a Reddit account... <laughs> or a, a, a su- sorry, a subreddit. Yeah. God, I've turned into a Mary Perry, haven't I? Yeah. There's something on the internet about it. Um, so I just thought that was like fine, yeah. and it, it sort of is fine. But I can't. Obviously, everyone else, no one else cheered. Everyone else can just, when they need to burp, just make the burp sound. Yeah, I can't do that. And I gurgle. I can sort of make a gurgle, and it's slightly like a death rattle. Like a death, yeah. like a death rattle. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, satisfying. And if I lie on my left side, that can. St- if I've had a big meal, that will sort of stimulate a bit more. But generally, I can't release gas out of my stomach upwards. Whoa! So you can imagine what my arsehole. Like. <laughs> Overcompensating day yeah, in it day really out. Is. But really. I thought that was just sort of. Standard, yeah. But actually, there's a. It's like a, and you can have surgery where they inject Botox into your esophagus, and that, wow, because essentially the muscle's overworking, so it's not letting it relaxes out. that muscle. It lets stuff out. <gasps> you would go. you? I mean, would you bother? Lovely, no, there's also beautiful a, a, young esophagus. Yeah. <laughs> You can, do you can see it on your autopsy, can't you? Hopefully, Wanted an incredibly ancient man and have perished. Yeah. <laughs> and they cut you open for science. Why has it got the esophagus of a 12-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> God, that's gorgeous. Sounds really lovely. Nubile esophagus. Can you hiccup? Oh, yeah, I can hiccup. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you live and you learn. That's amazing. Want to know what, anything else I can do? Yeah. Do you think you've got um, sort of normal senses? <laughs> oh, do you think... Um, I've never asked anyone this before, because I think a lot of people... Like, I'll be halfway through one of these conversations with someone and they'll be like, oh, you know, I can't smell. Or, you know, I can't oh, actually yeah. taste anything. And I do wonder sometimes, like, from the small bit of joyful time we've ever had working together, we both really love food and eating mm. and care about it and it brings us great joy. But I do meet people who don't actually care that much about eating. And I've started to wonder whether actually there's something wrong with them. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I wonder whether some people don't get as big a feeling when they have a tastes. Yes, no. And I, I think yeah. that can maybe go if, like, your smell isn't that strong as a sense or you're, I don't know, do you think you've got, like, do you think you've got any senses that are particularly spidey or better than others or worse than others? I think I can sense if someone, without meeting them and they can be quite far away from me, I can just look at them and tell if they're an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> Quite easy. How many do you reckon we've got in? I can only see the front row, and I'd say, it's a clean sweep. (laughs) So I, for a laugh, set up my own hate account on Twitter. (laughs) Where anyone who sent me a hurtful tweet or said I was shit or whatever, I liked the tweet and then followed them. And it was because a therapist had told me that I needed to get used to the idea that people don't like me, because stand-ups are so used to being, like, people laughing and being nice to them, that actually it's okay if people don't like you. So I took that advice and I ran with it. Oh, my fucking God, that's intense. And what it was actually really cathartic, because I then started looking, you know, you'd get, like, a thread of all of their tweets, and they were just really, generally, sort of unhappy about lots of things, and I was one of the things they were unhappy with. And I did see a tweet from someone just saying, like, uh, and it was the tweet was literally, I don't really like food. And I, I thought... Well, well, no if, wonder you also don't like laughing. Well, exactly. I just thought... It re- I found it really soothing. I thought, yeah. oh, OK, it's not about me. It's about yeah. food. Yeah. So I You do can think, stick to Huel and documentaries. Yeah, yeah. But I do think there are... <laughs> yeah, Fine, yeah. There's, a, there's room for you in the world. There is, yeah, absolutely. But it's a shame because yeah. food is so wonderful, isn't it? And there's yeah. so much joy to be um, gleaned from a nice meal. It's oh. one of my favourite things. So it's just like a bougie lunch. Yes, a, a, a bougie and boozy lunch. Yeah, oh. the decadence of a yes. boozy lunch. And then a sort of five o'clock up. nap. Oh! oh. In day. bed, like yeah. under the covers. Proper lights off, lights deep sleep off. for an hour. Yeah. Gorgeous. Oh, After a busy lunch. Oh, oh, I think that's one of those things that is potentially sort of fizzling out a little bit. Everyone's so fucking busy, stressed out all the time. Bring back the boozy lunch. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Well, this is so much joy to be taken. I mean, maybe not every day. <laughs> especially not is... maybe if you're like a medic. <laughs> but no, if you're yeah, a comedian, especially if you're a medic. Especially if you're a yeah. medic, hundred fucking percent. Yeah, days off a day. A if day I've off. got any sort of life-threatening surgery to happen to me, I want the surgeon to have had a, a crisp, dry gavvy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a half hour before they start, and I think the, the, my chance let... of survival is going up. <laughs> Confident, relaxed. We'll find out if I'm wrong when I <laughs> when I die under the knife of a drunk surgeon. <laughs> Trying to give you a fresh, young, new esophagus. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. OK, do you think... It's a question about ritualistic eating. Do you oh, think yeah. there is anything in particular that you believe should be eaten in a particular way? Like, you've got, like, a way that it needs to be done. I think the classic thing is Cadbury's cream egg. Did you see the advert, you know, when they did the how do you eat yours thing and they were trying to get it trending on social media? Yeah. I've got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about Cadbury's. I know I said I love the highlights, Bourneville. Cadbury's is a Birmingham institution. It was started in Bourneville. It was quite a sort of responsible company when it started. Mm -hmm. And then it was since bought out about 10 years ago by Kraft, who said they weren't going to mess with anything, and they messed with everything. Massive redundancies. Everything's way sugarier and tinier. But I'm sure there's even worse things. The the cream egg... (laughs) 
the cream egg, they changed the chocolate of the cream egg. They've changed the insides as well. Their argument was, it doesn't say it's Cadbury's Dairy Milk Cream Egg, <gasps> so we can put whatever chocolate we want on the outside of it. Cunts. Exactly. It's a disgrace. Yeah, I agree. It's a disgrace. Mondelez, they're called. It's a subsidiary of Kraft. I've gone into it in great detail. Absolute I'm here villains. for it. So when they released their How Do You Eat Yours campaign, where they were trying to get all sorts of exciting... A friend of mine was working at Cadbury's and said that they were all really excited and they were sort of press go on the campaign and said, send your hashtag in of How You Eat Yours. And the first major sort of meme that came out of it was just a guy who shoved it up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was just thousands and thousands of retweets of just a gaping anus and a cream egg in it. And you can imagine the internal panic at Mondelez. <laughs> where they're... <laughs> so good. So that brings me great joy that that... Yeah. That is stunning. And you don't even need to... Like, it's so perfect, isn't it? When yeah. people are talking about eating it with their mouth, you'd be like, so would you go with the sort of pointy end first? You wouldn't need to ask him. Right. It's an yeah. absolute given. And he was like, if I remember rightly, he was sort of spreading the cheeks. Yes, please. So you could see that, you yeah. know... You can really see yeah. it. See his little head. Sort of hanging, <laughs> hanging scrotum as well. It was fabulous. Oh! It, was re- it was a really graphic photo. Fucking and that was brilliant. the, you know, you press the hashtag and that's what's... <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. Way to get it straight into the blood system, isn't it, as well? Yeah. Ideal. Oh, great. Well, we've le- I feel like I've learned a lot there. Thanks. Yeah. I don't think I answered the question, though, did I? <laughs> no. Um, I, I don't care how people eat their Easter, uh, cream eggs. I no. mean, an Easter egg up your arsehole, I'd like to see that. <laughs> I, to be fair, I've seen some videos with similar girls. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. It's not that podcast. Um, I, um, uh, I think bran flakes should be eaten in a very specific <gasps> way. Bran flakes. And are they... Brown cornflakes, or are they the ones all like a, a lattice? I get confused. That's, That's shredded. That's shredded wheat, yes. Yeah, so a brown flake is, is just a, like a brown yeah, corn flake. Yeah, made of Shouldn't brand. be nice, but is. Love a brown flake. I love a brown flake, with or without raisins. Without raisins, without right. anything. Milk? Just Oakley Barista tradition milk. <laughs> and um, how far up the bowl are you going? Do you want complete coverage? Do you mind a few... Dry spikes at the top? Oh, or are we just no, going no, a little no. splash, keeping it mainly dry? They're very absorbent. Drenched. Drenched. Yeah. Sodden. Sodden. Swimming. Yeah. Half, half a carton of the milk, at least. Whoa, Nelly, how say. deep are your bowls? Yeah, yeah. How deep are your bowls? Oh, how deep? Sorry, I didn't hear what you said there, because you... I screamed it. How deep are your bowls? <laughs> um, <laughs> I screamed it in a very strange voice. Um, There's a hashtag to see if what... <laughs> how deep are your trend. bowls? How deep are your bowls? <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Clicking on the wrong old hashtag. It's a, it's a standard cereal bowl, I'd say. Mm. I would say it's two fistfuls of bran flake. Great. Oh, OK. Yeah. That's quite a lot of flake, actually, isn't yeah. it? <sighs> it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze... Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Right, it's me interrupting this fabulous Joe Lysa episode to um, share with you the last of my favourite responses you gave us, just a few here, to um, my Christmas listener question. If you don't know what I'm on about, make sure you're following at the Hoovering Pod on Instagram and Twitter, because every now and again, pretty frequently actually, I ask listener questions and then the best of your answers get showcased here right now, the bit that's coming up right now on the podcast. I know we're coming out of Christmas now, but we're not quite there yet. Hopefully no one's got their decorations down yet. The question was, what are the best things you are doing with your Christmas leftovers? And this uh, if you're listening when this episode comes out, it's going to be right when you're in the middle of eating these leftovers. So let's hear some of my favourite answers. Rachel left us a WhatsApp to say, we make smoosh with our leftovers. Okay, sounds quite romantic. Oh, okay, no. Chop it all up, fry in a pan, smother in ketchup and spoon it in your happy face. <laughs> I'd happily have the smoosh over the actual dinner. We purposefully make way more Christmas dinner so that we can have smoosh for days. Oh, now all I can imagine is Rachel is deep in the smoosh days now. She says, 10 years ago, I had an accident at work on Boxing Day and I damaged my hand. Whilst waiting for surgery, my mum brought me a bowl of smoosh and I was able to eat it with my good hand and it made a traumatic time very happy. Oh, Rachel, that is a festive and lovely story if I ever heard it. Oh, I love it. OK, here's something a little bit different from Victoria. Mac and Christmas cheese. Slow cooker, full stop, like that. Love that. Great title, great opening sentence. It's a whole sentence, I suppose. It's full stop. Slow cooker, full stop. Ready for the rest? All the leftover Christmas cheese and cream you have taking up real estate in the fridge. <laughs> when you need room for all the New Year's buffet stuff. Oh, great point. Well made. Bonus points for chucking in a load of leftover charcuterie stuff. Oh, bonus points if you include chopped up leftover turkey, sprouts and carrots. Served with cranberry sauce. You're welcome, cheeky wink. Oh, God, I'm doing that. Oh, I'm doing that. Thanks, mate. Oh, I'm going to do that. Okay, last but my favourite. And this is from Brian on email. Brian says, I don't think this is leftovers, but it's not not leftovers. I was doing a bird and a bird and a bird and a chimera about 10 years ago. Okay, right. We've we've all been there. Uh, we haven't. We haven't. He goes on. Duck, goose, turkey, chicken. Oh my God. Oh God. Sorry, vegans. Right. He goes on. The turkey boned 
is stuffed with the flesh of the other birds and sewn up with a butcher's string into a horrifying Lovecraftian white meats sausage. <laughs> After the first course, we noticed the dog, a wonky but very lovable shih tzu called Maisie, had been oddly absent for a while. We'd expected her to be very present indeed near the dinner table. What with the olfactory assault of roasted pullets and sausages wrapped in bacon and all. Eventually, we found her in the porch, wearing the whole goose skin as a sort of cape. A snaggle-toothed Marvel superhero who'd washed up years ago on Fraggle Rock. <laughs> While I'm not sure it was the absence of wastage, nor a clever or engaging use of leftovers, she had never before or since been as shiny as she was that day, nor as content. There was some Christmas for everyone that day, perhaps most of all for the small hound who came close to the physical state of being frictionless. Oh, my God. It's not often we get poetry on this podcast, but we had some right there. Oi, oi, oi. Thank you guys for your amazing answers. Keep sending them in. Check out the Instagram if you've never sent one in. There's always a question pinned and fling me your answers ASAP. And you could end up on the podcast too. For example, you have sent such brilliant answers to my question. Has anyone ever seen someone eat or drink something in a way that's changed their opinion of them forever, for good or for worse? And we will go back to that. We interrupted your answers to that to bring you some answers to a more festive question. What would the time of year? Let's get back into this conversation with Joey Lysett. Here's a new question. How tired do you feel to mealtimes? Or do you just roll with it and see what happens I'm and eat when you're hungry? Somewhere in the middle. Okay, I'd that say. sounds healthy. As in I'll have mealtimes and then meals in between the mealtimes. Perfect. <laughs> yes, please. Well, you've got to, if you're hungry, eat. Yeah. Yes, if you're able. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Now, I, um, when you're touring, you have sort of weird mealtimes anyway. It's bizarre, isn't it, that? So, I, yeah, I generally ask people if um, whatever they do for their work affects how they eat. And I think there's a bit of a, I would say, a, a quite a dated misconception that comedians, because we keep weird hours, mm. live off Ginster's pasties as the stereotype, <laughs> eaten in the back of a sort of old banger of a car. <laughs> Um, um, at midnight on your way back from a, a gig very far from wherever you live. And I guess there's a bit of a rite of passage. I guess you do a bit of that for a while. Mm. But actually, as you get more and more grown up in comedy, it's, it is possible, if the will is there, to um, eat better than that. I don't mean better nutritionally necessarily. I just mean put a bit of effort in so that you're having stuff that's delicious if you yeah. want. I, I think that's changed since I've been a comic though. You know, the minute M&S food decided to pop up at certain Hallelujah. service stations. I prefer it made M&S the job to a Yeah, it oh, did yeah. make the job viable. Well, it also meant that there's, yeah, you've got the potential of a vegetable if you want. What's your go-to meal from an M&S food? At the moment, and it changes with the specials and the seasons, but at the moment it's a chicken shawarma wrap it's limited edition. Don't oh, know if it's even still there. Wow, okay. I really like the M&S things they do where you get a bit of peanut butter and some um, pre-sliced apple. Sorry, planet. <laughs> um, to dip in the peanut butter. Yum in my tum. I tend to get quite a few bits. Yeah, I, yes, I like the bits. I think M&S Watsits are better than real Watsits. No offence, Watsits. They're so cheesy. They are cheesier. I think they're made with the cheese for grown-ups. The, vegeta- the vegetable samosa. Oh, I love a vegetable it's samosa. It's so greasy. It comes with mm. like a bit of paper to absorb the yeah. grease. 
Yeah, like you can't pop that on a lap of... I've ruined a new T-shirt yeah. with the grease of a vegetable samosa from oh, M&S. Fabulous. Yeah. I want to rub my face in it. Love it. You know that, like, Lux sausage roll they do, and it's like a sort of slice of sausage roll, and it's Ooh. got, like, Bramley apple in it as well. <gasps> I haven't had that yet. I love an M&S food, clearly, yeah. but I did... I almost got close to boycotting them because they did this whole series around Christmas a couple of years ago where it was a YouTube series with... Amanda Holden and Paddy McGuinness oh, and various others. Hell. Exactly. And, I, and it was so corporate and horrible and it was just them trying the new M&S rage, range. And I... Rage is funny, that came out, actually, rather than the word range. Because I, I sort of wanted Delicious Putin rage. to nuke us at that point because I just thought, it's yeah. time. Yeah. It's not right that we're going on like this. Tricky, isn't it? Yeah, I've got... Oh. No, mainly a love-love relationship with M&S. Yeah. But you prefer it to Waitrose? They need to up their fucking sandwich game. I agree, actually. I, do, yeah. I get a massive boner for a Waitrose generally. Like, I mm. want a poodle round a Waitrose. I will, that will bring me joy. Yeah. I've got, like, I've got fuck all interest in any other shopping apart from supermarkets. Yep. And Waitrose is up there for a great time. <laughs> um... <laughs> I love what they're doing in terms of wine. I love what they're doing in terms of packaging, sustainability, and all of that shit. I think they're the bollocks, but their sandwich game is fucking ab- it's an yeah. abomination. Yeah. <laughs> I and think they do quite a good prawn one, but that's, you know, so what? Who cares? <laughs> it's like a TV quick, isn't it? Who gives a shit? Yeah, come on. God, I can't remember. Prawn sandwiches. Do you remember when they were like, ooh, they're new? <laughs> And now it feels like it's almost down there with an egg and cress, isn't it? It's like a oldie classic. It's something you'd use to impress a grandparent as a safe bet. <laughs> Do you eat the same things all the time? Or have you ever had a patch where you eat the same things all the time? Or are you a variety pony? Uh, I, I, I get into habits, Ooh. but I do, I do like variety. But when I'm at home, there's a sort of standard bran flakes with oat milk sort of... Vibe. Vibe going on. Yeah. Uh, I do love a scrambled egg on a bit of toast. Mm. You know, I'm sort of very standard, boring, whatever. But I then want if... to know what you're doing with your scrambled egg, but finish what you're saying first. Well, I can tell you, I'm yeah. doing it very, very slow. Mm. Weeks. <laughs> I mean, if it's Christmas, I'll put a bit of cream in with the eggs. Mm. Mix them up. And then in a That's bit of olive James oil. That's James Bond recipe, isn't it? Could be that we, like we're, very similar. Bo- yeah. we're very similar. <laughs> and then it goes into a pan on the lowest heat you can, basically, and you go yeah. real slow, and you don't add salt and pepper until right at the finish. <gasps> What's that about? So I was told that the salt can take some of the moisture out of the molecules mm. or something. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It, you I, didn't have that much confidence when you threw the word molecule in there, Jay. No. Well, I realised molecules is I've gone too small. Yeah. And that's such moisture out of the cells, the proteins, the quarks, the quarks molecules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's, I feel like there's um, almost a perfect science to scrambly eggs, and they've got to be. God, that's not an adult calls them. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, yeah, they need to be. I'm going to say it. Wet. Yeah, I. <laughs> they need. To, you need to bravely. Take them off that heat just mm. before they're done. I think yeah. that's the key. And also using eggs that have got, like, the orangest of all the orangey yes. oaks. Burford Brown, Burford Brown. Burford yeah, fucking like, Brown, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, talk to me about eating growing up. 
let's keep it that open. Well, I was on the tip for a while. <laughs> yes! Start at the beginning. I mean, have you had any breast milk recently? <laughs> well, I had it for six weeks from my point of origin. Yep. Um, not very long. Not very long. It was the 80s and she wanted to get back on the lash. Mm. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Funny, because it's true. Um, and then when I was breastfeeding, I tried mine, yeah. Weirdly I tried sweet. my friends. I, was, I thought it was going to be salty. It was so sweet and delicious. Yeah. It's like, people don't tell you this. Well, it's actually nothing like milk. No. It's more like almost like a... Oh, God, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's like, like a fridge. You remember fridge? Oh, F-R-I-J-J. Yeah. <laughs> like a warm fridge. Sort of a bit thicker than milk. Sugary. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's I a, mean, it's bloody nutritious. Really nutritious. Yeah. I mean, if, they, if Oatly could produce that. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Specifically, my friend Chen's. Because I don't, I don't know anyone else. So I was on that for a little while. <laughs> not my friend Chen, not yeah, my friend yeah, Jens yeah. when I started. <laughs> I was desperate for this in lockdown and I'd completely forgotten about it. But I really wanted some faggots and mash mm. in lockdown. And I think I wanted comfort food. And fortunately, my local corner shop had some Brains faggots. Wow. It's Brains is the brand name, not the contents. contents. Yeah. There could be brain in there because who knows what's in there. God, it was so good. And I, think it would I don't think I've ever well. had one. It's like a meatball in a gravy, yeah. It comes in an aluminium tin. Great. And it's frozen, so you just whack it in the oven and it comes out. It smells so good. The gravy is so thick. And then it's just sort of mush, basically. And then Even when you've got mash, than it's than just a KFC mush on mush. gravy. Because that's almost solid. Yeah, it was really, really... Oh. It was sort of, you know, wasp-dying viscosity. <laughs> I'm imagining an, an intense saltiness. Really salty, yeah. yeah. I think they hid a lot of whatever they'd done with the meat in there with salt. From yeah. what you've said oh. so far in terms of eating growing up, you've gone straight from breast milk to faggots. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect bisexual lifestyle. <laughs> but also it's made me think that you'll probably fare quite well in an apocalypse. Well, in terms of, like, yeah, I can process most foods. <laughs> but uh, trauma is a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. But um, do you think you would be all right, like, in terms of... How do you reckon you're going to get on if we, like, um, are in an apocalypse where you're going to have to eat whatever you can find? Do you think you'll get very oh, yeah, sad very be, quick, or yeah. do you think you'll just, like, crack on with it and be Yeah, right? I think I'd be... I'd get on with it, I think. Yeah. I'd, I wouldn't fight for it, you know? You know, when people sort of... In apocalypse films, you sort of see people clambering over one another to get the last tin of beans. Yeah. I'd just be like, have them. Would you? Yeah. Maybe we'd make a good team then, because I think I'd be murderous. Oh, great. I think so, I'd do wonders to get that tin. Yeah. And I could potentially keep you alive. That's lovely of you. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so you're going to abandon your child... And it's just you and me. I'm just assuming he's not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> he's so short and young. But Aww. too heavy to wear. I can't run anymore with him on my back. He's seven. <laughs> no. No, yeah, I'd... 
would save him as well. I think he'd put up quite a good fight for the last tin. Yeah. He cares about Well, dinner. we could use him and his youth as a sort of bargaining chip, couldn't yeah. we? Yeah. And then once he's procured the food, just push him to the side and we'll feast. I'll tell you what, he is, at the time of recording, and almost certainly and definitely an only child, and the, one of the biggest signs of that is he is a diabolical food sharer. I have failed on that front to right. sort of acclimatise into other... Ch- like, it's the last... I've told him you've got to... Sh- like, good people share things. Yeah. But he, and he's got that, but not with food. Mm. When Are the apocalypse all- comes, he'll learn. <laughs> if he wants to survive with us. Yeah. Um, are you all right at sharing food? Yeah. I yeah. love a small plate sharing-y thing. Yeah. I mean, when it comes down to the last bits, I get vigilant is the word I'd use. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but I don't... Vigilance you know. one step beyond handsy, which is what, how I describe myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't get handsy. I don't want that on the record, please. <laughs> um, yeah, I get very aware of, what's, of my surroundings yeah. and what bits are being moved around where. But I am very British in my... No, no! <laughs> no, please! Which is why I die in Apocalypse, because the last it's... in the beans... No, please, please! Don't tweet about me, please. <laughs> I'll have to log it in my special own hate account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have you ever accidentally, or on purpose, eaten something that wasn't food? Oh. Oh, yes, I drank... Oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was a bottle of water. Yeah, oh, no. It was backstage somewhere. I thought it was a bottle of water because it was in a plastic bottle. And it was the stuff that goes into smoke machines. <gasps> Oh, and yeah. you can't burp? And I can't burp. <laughs> Turns out I can vomit quite aggressively. Oh, no, so did it make it was, you really sick? Well, yeah, I, thankfully I didn't... With The minute it went in, I was like, this is something's not right here. It's dry ice, is that what they call it? Well, I don't know. I don't, it's oh, it's not good for you, definitely not good for you. But I went to the doctor and they were like... I, I'd, like, washed, swilled my mouth out and I'd sort of gargled and vomed and all of that. Oh. And um, I was fine. I'm, I'm here to tell the tale. <laughs> Thank crumbs. Brave little soldier. Has anyone's behaviour when it comes to eating ever put you off them sort of completely as a person? Oh. Or indeed made you fall a bit in love with them? I mean, anyone that's sort of up for eating in anywhere, I'm sort of up... That makes me like them. Yeah. Like like I say, like I love a bougie lunch. So if someone says, oh, should we go to the Walsley for a Wednesday lunch? I'm basically going to marry them. Yeah. I think you're getting quite a lot of invitations to the Walsley. Yeah. Um, okay. I do like like one of those sort of where you go in and they offer a, offer you a copy of the Times. I love a restaurant Lovely. like that when you go in and they. Well, you just feel like you've of, gone back in time. Yes, and you go. I, I will have a copy of the Times. Thank you very much. Just open it. Uh, oh, I yeah. love it. Is there somewhere? There's some. I don't, can't remember the name of it, but there's somewhere like that, isn't there? Where you you can press a little buzzer for champagne. Oh yes, they've got one of those in Birmingham in the one of the galleries in the. Yeah, there's literally a champagne button. What? Great fun. Shut up. Yeah. 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 I love all of that stuff. Yeah. Any the of that sort of, of that. champagne socialism, I'm like, yes. Oh, mate, champagne yeah, socialism, Chateau Neuf to Pap socialism. <laughs> Quick fire questions. Churros or tacos? Churros. Oh. Real wave of feelings from you there. And not in harmony. 
Do you prefer chocolate sauce or like a leche, caramel, milky? Chocolate. chocolate. I'm not mad on caramel, actually. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It's a Why didn't of... that get a big noise? Because what's wrong with you? Just, it's just sort of melted sugar, isn't it, caramel? Delicious. Yummy, yum, yum. But you could add chocolate to it and then it's melted chocolate sugar. Okay, fine. So, so I'm so sorry that I've... Um, <laughs> would you rather drink we or B.O.? Brackets, it can be your own. I'd be curious about we, I think. Yeah. I'd be curious about B.O. I feel like I've drunk my own B.O. all the time, just like from By the accident. top lip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've that. definitely guzzled some bogey during a workout. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just see. streaming down, isn't it? It's all hydration. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I've guzzled some piss when I've done a workout. I've never tasted piss. My answer, I think, would be B.O. because I think it would just be salty water. Yes. Whereas, actually, I think piss might taste a piss. Yeah, I'm sure piss... <laughs> but I think piss is fine, isn't it? It's actually probably all right for you. Is there anyone in who can answer that? As a comedian, I do not feel qualified. I tell you what, so we went to... On Travel Man, we went to Malmo, and one of the places we went to is the Disgusting Food Museum. Perfect. And they've got loads of things in there. Blue cheese is one of them, so there's various insects and things like that, and you can try things. This you can't try, but it's a Chinese custom, which is called the um, Virgin Boy Egg. And it's one of the maddest things I've heard ever, which is that they put these sort of pans outside restaurants that young boys are encouraged to piss into and then they use that piss to boil eggs and that's the virgin boy egg and apparently it's salty and quite moorish that's wild isn't that wild yeah really how do you wild. discover that <laughs> how do you stumble across Martin piss in this bucket will you I've had a thought and then why just stop with eggs? Why not doing, like, virgin boy asparagus spears? <laughs> you know, you could do all sorts of things, but they haven't. They've just gone with egg. Oh, of all the sulfuric things yeah. to try. Have you ever eaten food intended for a pet and or someone else? Yes. Great. End I've the... tried dog biscuits before, just to see what they're like. Yeah, and? Quite sort of woody and just sort of dusty, really. They're not as fun as you'd think. Bit like a Nairn's oat cake. Exactly that. <laughs> Yeah. Five second rule, yes or no? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, lo- much longer. Yeah, five year rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It all, de- all depends on the floor as well, doesn't it? Yes. Like it's if true. it's if you're at a festival, it's probably not going to happen. But I'd sort of peeled a bit off that touched the ground, and then depending on what it is. But if it's in my kitchen, I wouldn't touch it for dust. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten to avoid food waste? Have you ever had an odd combo to eat, use things oh, up? Oh, yes, like a fridge surprise. Yes. Um, I'm sure I have. I think yeah. soup for brekkie is the oddest I've ever... I've got a hot bin that's my equivalent, because we don't have food in my area of Burma. We don't have a food wastage yeah. service. What's a hot bin? It's a compost bin. It's a really in... sexy bin. It's a really... I do get a bit turned on by I it, because it's so... Cool. Yeah. Cool's not the word, is it? I think so brilliant. It's a compost bin that is insulated. So, yeah, you put all your food waste in there, all your garden waste, all of that, and it churns it up into compost much quicker because it's insulated. So, it gets really, actually, you can feel the heat coming off it when you open it. Amazing. I love it so much. I love that stuff. Um, Mm. If there was no other option, would you eat a person? I'd be interested. I heard that fingers are the most tasty part of a human. Wow. You can imagine that, actually. Well, we've you, eaten sort of... something else's foot. 
Why not eat exactly, a human yeah. finger? I think I, you know, I wouldn't rush towards it, but it's one of those life experiences. Nice to say you've done it. There's a terrible squirrel <laughs> who finds a secret code to unlock diabolical powers to control humankind, but via their clothes. And the squirrel turns all our togs against us, starting with scarves and ties, which can do strangling easy peasy, right through to underpants, crushing us from the privates first. There are shoes do making us do trip-ups just as we're crossing roads. And all of this happens at winter, so nudity is no way of surviving it. It's a terrible apocalypse. Quite funny to watch, but deeply shit to be part of. <laughs> anyway, it's all agreed to have never happened, but only if you, and it does have to be you, actually, Joe, agree to return every overdue library book in the whole of the world on a mono-wheel with no brakes at all, all whilst doing a vocal impression of waves crashing in the sea so no-one can pass you any snacks. It sounds impossible, but you do it! You're a hero. Your reward is the adulation of all people for all time. You've gone down in history as a god, the person who saved us all from the squirrel-clothed death-crushing apocalypse. Your reward in the moment, and bearing in mind you are fucking joyful and happy and hungry, because that took ages, the library books, is the feast of your dreams. This is the opposite of a last meal. You couldn't be happier. You couldn't be more starving. What would you eat? What would you drink? And if there's a who, with, and where, who, with, and where? Also, this is only your answer now. If I asked you, even in an hour, you might give a different answer. Bran flakes with Oakley Barista. <laughs> with maybe a 20 box of chicken nugs on the side. Yes! With a tomato ketchup jus. <laughs> uh, I also love a samosa... Ch- I'd just keep eating, I suppose. I'd be. St- yeah. Oh, no, actually, my stomach would have shrunk, wouldn't it? No, no, no. There can be... I don't want there to be any sort of physical, emotional or environmental consequence. I want you to... This answer needs to be fantasy in terms of all levels of abandon. Well, some human fingers. Chuck them in. <laughs> and then a, a samosa chart with mm. uh, soy ticker bites from Zindir in Moseley in Birmingham, which is my, like, real go-to. Amazing. Yummy. Zindir is in Birmingham is probably my favourite restaurant. Oh, I'm glad we got to give them a shout-out. Mm. Amazing. And, oh, and maybe a bottle of... Sancerre? No, 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 no. no, no. Um, Sorry for guessing. Maybe a pick pool. <gasps> mm. Oh, a I love pool. a pick pool. A little pick pool. Or maybe a pet mat. Because, you know. And all devoured, presumably, over a lunchtime. Over a lunchtime. Somewhere where you were given a free newspaper and a bell to ring for champers. Exactly that, yeah. Mm. Fucking brilliant answer. Thank you so much, Joe, for doing my silly podcast. I loved it. Thank you, audience. You've been absolutely lovely. Is there anything you want to plug or anything? Um... Vote with your heart. It's <laughs> a lovely thing to plug. What a lovely thing. Please, a round of applause for my brilliant guest, Joe. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank what a way to see the year out. I won't patronise you by asking you to follow the work of Joe Lysett. <laughs> But take his words about voting with your heart seriously and do look up whatever brilliantly socially conscious project he's on about right now. At the time of recording, he's in the middle of a magical campaign to force the UK's water companies to stop dumping human shit into our rivers and seas. Come and see me do my new show, Metal on Tour, and have a lovely last few days of 2023. You are the absolute tits you are. 
follow us on social media at The Hoovering Pod. I'm on at Jessica Foster Send us voice notes, pictures, WhatsApps to 07462 855 271. Email us, thehooveringpod at gmail.com. I'll be storing all your beautiful offerings up and discussing them in future episodes. Keep an eye on our social media for any specific questions and topics that we'll be asking you to contact us about. Links to everything interesting mentioned today are, as ever, in the podcast notes. Hoovering is presented and created by me, Jessica Foster-Q. The music is by Jake Yap, and it was produced by Laura Grimshaw. Until in two weeks, happy hoovering. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.